Welcome to Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott. Spend this hour with us learning how you can protect the people you love from the financial, physical, and emotional consequences of an extended health care situation. Because of new state and federal laws, there are new and exciting long-term care planning options available. As a certified long-term care planning specialist, Brian Ott will help you make sense of your options. Now, here's your host of Long-Term Care Radio, Brian Ott. So, why do people get long-term care insurance? I think if you poll my clients, um, you'll hear a variety of reasons. And today, I want to spend some time on a common situation that warrants having a long-term care insurance plan. And I want to thank a client of mine, Brett, who emailed me last week and brought this, uh, you know, brought up his situation and felt it was important to, you know, let people understand how long-term care insurance planning fits into this. And Brett's situation is actually pretty common out there, uh, affects millions of Americans, including my own family. And what is that? That's, it's the fact that you're raising a special needs child. I have a, a niece that has Down syndrome who will live with her parents or one of her siblings her entire life. I also have a cousin who is 47 now and has lived his entire life with a parent, but just recently had to move into a Medicaid nursing home because his mother passed away and his father cannot take care of him. His father's uh, in his 80s. And so he's not able to provide the care that he needs anymore. So he's living in a nursing home right now. He needs that constant care. So, you know, this can be a very sad situation, and I know there's a lot of families out there that have children that they know are going to be dependent on them or on a family member or somebody else in the community for the rest of their lives. So today we're going to spend some time discussing how long-term care insurance can help, why it's such an important planning tool, and, you know, why you really want to consider this if you are raising a special needs child. Now, before we get to that, let's kind of back up a little bit here and review a few things that long-term care insurance does really, really well. Number one, it protects your assets. It helps you avoid paying unnecessary taxes. It helps you avoid becoming a burden on your children or other family members, and it helps you stay in control of your care options. So let's break those down real quickly. Number one, protecting your assets. It does this by providing a leveraged bucket of money to pay for care when you need it meaning that you are paying pennies now instead of dollars for a dollar of long-term care when you do need it. It's the same reason why we have any insurance when you really think about it. You know, we pay $1,000 a year for the homeowner's insurance so that if our million-dollar home burns down, that they rebuild it. We don't have to go come up with a million dollars. And it's the most efficient way to pay for a catastrophic event. And long-term care insurance is no, no different. It, that's how it protects your assets. It allows you to pay for care without depleting your other assets. The second thing it does really well, it helps you avoid paying unnecessary taxes. Now, this is something I think most people just don't think about it. They just think money is money, and it's just not true. Assets are not money. What we have to do with our assets is we have to convert them to income. Remember, income is what pays for care. And so every time we go and we, we, we convert an asset to income, we end up having to pay taxes. And this is something that, again, I've got a million dollars in my retirement account. Well, not really. You maybe have 650000 or 700000 because you owe the other 300000 to Uncle Sam. When you access that money, you've got to pay taxes on it. And so when you look at how much a dollar of care actually costs, so I've got to pay somebody a dollar for long-term care services, well, if you're pulling money out of a retirement account, it's going to cost you $1.30, $1.35, depends what tax bracket you're in. If you're selling a stock or a piece of real estate that you've owned for a long period of time, you've got to pay a capital gains tax on it. So now you've got to sell $1.25 worth of stock to net out that dollar or a dollar 25 of real estate to net out that dollar to give to the long-term care services company. And if you're paying a dollar, well, that's your cash, right? That's your savings. That's your the money that, that you have. A dollar costs you a dollar. And so we have to remember that long-term care insurance, you're paying 33 cents or less, a lot of times a lot less. And so what we really are looking at is the leverage, but we're also looking at the tax savings that comes from a plan, meaning that I don't have to go convert assets and give Uncle Sam their fair share so that I can pay for a dollar of care. The third thing I want to discuss that long-term care insurance does really well is it helps you avoid becoming a burden on your family. 
So think about it this way. Long-term care insurance helps you bring in those care workers to provide the care for you. But it's also going to bring in a team of professionals that will help you, care coordinators, case managers, you know, the claim specialists, the people that understand Medicare billing and what your acute care insurance will pay for and what long-term care insurance will cover for you and just really will help you through all that. And so the whole idea is it helps you not become a burden on your family. And a lot of people think, well, it's just the hours that my family have to do. You know, they can come over and do a load of laundry or help cook a meal or do something like that. But most long-term care situations aren't that simple. And also there's a lot of other things that go on. A lot of, you know, how do I get to the doctor's appointments, this, that, and the other thing in the paperwork shuffle? Because most people in long-term care insurance, at some point they get to the point where they are not handling their finances or their affairs. And so this will just make sure that your care is managed and funded in a time of need. And it really removes that burden from the family members who are usually stepping up into that. If you remember last week on the podcast, I was talking about this. 50% of people in long-term care situations in the United States depend 100% on family members for the care, for all of it. And two two out of three people in a care situation rely on family members for at least part of that care. So that's the thing I think that, I think it's the number one thing that long-term care insurance does is it helps prevent you from becoming a burden on your your family members. And lastly, the thing that long-term care insurance does really well is it helps you stay in control of your care options. So again, long-term care insurance provides you with that support team of professionals, but it also provides you with a source of tax-free money to pay for care and allows you to get the type of care that you want. So you want to bring that care into your home, you can. You want to move to a facility, you can choose the facility you want to move into. Now, on the flip side of that, for people that don't have long-term care insurance and they don't have assets and they end up on Medicaid, they lose all control of their care options. I mean, basically, it's family until the family can't do it, and then it's Medicaid, and Medicaid is most likely going to warehouse you in a Medicaid facility because they do not have the resources or the people to provide home care. And that's a big fallacy out there, I think, for a lot of people think, well, I'll I'll get my assets away, I'll end up on on Medicaid, and my family can take care of me. That's the only way, you know... you're going to get any dollars out of Medicaid is you're going to get somebody to stop in maybe once a week to verify that your family is keeping you in a safe environment. And if they are not, they're going to poach you out of your house. They're going to put a lien on your house if you own that house, and they're going to put you in a Medicaid facility. So the whole idea of long-term care insurance is that I've got this defined bucket of money that's going to come to me tax-free, not going to push up my taxes. It's going to help me stay in control of my care options, help me manage my choices. And so those are the things that long-term care insurance does really well. And so bottom line is you just, you know, when we get long-term care insurance, what we're doing is we're just, we're trying to put a plan in place to make sure that our care is managed and it's funded in the most efficient way. And it protects your family members from being, a, you know, becoming the caregivers or having to do a bunch of extra work in a long-term care situation. And so that's the whole idea with long-term care insurance. You know, make sure your care is, is managed and funded in a time of need, and it removes that burden from family members. So that was a quick refresh, really, of, of what long-term care insurance does well. And you can see how it can really help anyone if they end up in an extended care situation. But there are several circumstances where long-term care insurance is extra valuable, and that is when you're trying to protect assets for the benefits of others. Now, this could be your spouse, you know, a lot of people, especially, you know, if there's there's any kind of age gap, and women generally live longer than men statistically, but it might be in a situation where you're trying to protect those assets so that if I end up in long-term care, I'm not leaving my spouse broke because I spent all of our assets down, and then she ends up her final years really with no resources or no assets to pay for care. So that's an important time when we look at long-term care insurance, and that's why most couples you know, most of our clients are couples. That's really what they're trying to do is they're trying to make sure if one of them end up in a long-term care situation, they don't deplete assets for the other person or, or wreck their estate planning ideas. But there's another thing that you really want to look at. If you have a special needs child who is going to be dependent on help from you or from others the rest of their life, like my niece, like my cousin, this is when long-term care insurance planning becomes extra important. And I need to take a quick break, but when I come back, let's jump into how long-term care insurance planning can be a tremendous benefit if you have a dependent special needs child. I'll be right back. Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott, providing valuable insight to protect you in the event of an extended health care situation. 
Learn more by attending one of Brian's free live webinar classes this month. Sign up now at 525longtermcare.com. 525longtermcare.com. Finding a secure investment in this financially volatile time seems tough, but crazy financial times also create smart opportunities. One of these smart opportunities is long-term care insurance from 525 Advisors. If you reposition some of your savings and got three times your investment in long-term care coverage tax-free and got all your money back if you never used it, wouldn't you at least want to learn more about it? Well, you can. Join my friends from 525 Advisors for their next free long-term care planning live webinar. Go to 525longtermcare.com and sign up. You'll learn about smart ways to self-insure, including new plans with guaranteed leverage that turn every dollar into $3 of long-term care coverage tax-free with every dollar back if you never use it. Don't wait until you're older to get long-term care coverage. Look into this opportunity now from 525 Advisors, one that gives you a secure return. Go to 525longtermcare.com and sign up for the next free live webinar. That's 525longtermcare.com. The fact is most of us have known somebody who needed long-term care. That's when a person reaches a stage in life requiring somebody else to help with basic daily activities due to physical conditions or a cognitive disease. Now, most of the time, long-term care starts in the home, which allows the individual to stay in a familiar setting. The price for long-term care can be expensive, and it could go on for years. Financial experts suggest purchasing long-term care insurance before you retire. Why? Because 7 out of 10 65-year-olds will need some sort of long-term care in the future. If you've never looked at long-term care insurance because you didn't know where to start, now you know where to start with 525 Advisors. 525 Advisors, local experts specializing in long-term care insurance, and they have plans that are guaranteed to pay you back if you never make use of them. Protect yourself and your family members from the financial cost of extended health care. Go to 525longtermcare.com. Sign up for the next free long-term care live webinar with Brian Ott. Go to 525longtermcare.com. Are you confused about the best way to protect your family and savings? Get answers now by listening to Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott, certified long-term care planning specialist with 525 Advisors. All right, we're back from break, and um, we have one more class this month, one more live webinar, and that's going to be on the 24th. That's a Thursday, and that kicks off 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Mountain Time, uh, what is that, 5 p.m. Central Time. So you guys can work backwards on that. But again, that's the 24th of August. That's our last class of August. And then we're going to be rolling into September. So um, great way to learn about just you know what long-term care is, what it pays for, what your options are, the different types of plans, and you know get your questions answered. They are live, so you can send your questions. And so again, you can get all that information at 525longtermcare.com. Now, the first segment today, I was talking about the advantages of long-term care insurance or what it does really well. Asset protection reduces taxes, protects your family from the burden of being a caregiver, and helps you stay in control of your care options. The reason why people put a plan in place varies, but there's one situation where long-term care insurance is very important and often overlooked. That's when you have a special needs child who's going to be dependent on you or someone else for their entire life which may include, you know, the entire period. Like if you're gone early, it might be quite a few years. It might be decades that, that your child is going to be dependent on somebody else. Now, one of the key strategies families take or they should take is to set up a special needs trust. This allows you to provide ongoing protection for your special needs child after you are gone, and it also helps you direct how the assets you leave them are managed. In fact, Let's just do a quick sidebar on a trust in general. When I just say the word trust, I like to think of a trust as a safety deposit box. And there's two types. If you have the key to the, to the safety deposit box, it's still your money as far as the government's concerned. You know, as far as Medicaid planning, they're going to say, well, that's still your money. You have the key to it. But if you don't have the key, so you have no access to the money, it's not considered your money. So you truly gave it away. You gave it away to a third party. That's what a trust is. It's a third party. But it's often described in trust world as... Um, uh, revocable or irrevocable. And that is just really saying, hey, if it's a revocable trust, I have access to it. I can go in and make some changes. But irrevocable, I don't have a, a, a choice. I, I set up, I put the money in, it's gone. 
Okay, so that's really what you just need to remember about the trust. And so the trust, the idea of a trust is that the money that you put into the trust is going to benefit somebody else. They're not going to own it, but they're going to be the beneficiary of the money that you put into the trust. So most people set up a special needs trust just for this reason. The beneficiary is your special needs child. They can benefit from your asset without owning them, and this will often preserve the assets and it will also preserve their government um, access to government uh, programs that they may already qualify for. And so that's kind of the idea of a special needs trust is if you have a bunch of money, they're going to say, well, you don't, you, you don't qualify for any of these programs like Medicaid. But if it's in a trust, that can help your special needs still get the government services, government programs that are available. But you can have that money in a trust and help them throughout the rest of their life. So that's why we do this. And here's one of the biggest flaws I see. When people make decisions, but they're doing estate planning, they're setting up trust, they overlook what happens if they live instead of what happens if they die. And let me explain what I mean here. You have a great big stroke. You die a week later. Your assets are then transferred into a trust, which protects that money and allows the beneficiary to benefit per your instructions. It's a great way to protect your assets for a spouse, and they don't, you know, well, let me back up here. I'm going to be a little sarcastic. From an attorney point of view, they'll say this is a great way to protect assets from your spouse is they don't own that money anymore, and they can qualify for Medicaid sooner. And I say, yip, yip, hooray, right? So you've got a million dollars, you die, $500,000 goes into a trust for your spouse. Now your spouse only has to spend $500,000 to get on that wonderful Medicaid program. I mean, it's a joke. So that's not what, what that's not the idea of it. Really, the idea of trust is for the tax advantages and being able to control that money and get it out to the beneficiaries the way you want. But now, same with the special needs trust. When you pass away, the idea is that the estate is is you know whatever the balance of that estate is, whatever your your money left is now is going to be transferred into that special needs trust, and then that's going to help provide support for your child for years to come per your instructions. And it's a great way to do it. And if it's done correctly, like I say, a lot of times you can still, that your child can still get any government programs that they qualify for. But here's the overlooked part of trust planning. Um, And it's a big overlooked part. What happens if you don't die? What happens instead of you dying from that stroke, you end up living and you end up in a long-term care situation? Well, sadly, think about this. You're, you're on the hook. You're going to pay for your care, and every extra dollar you spend out of your savings is one less dollar that can be put into that trust for future care for your child. In fact, I, you know, think of it this way. Every dollar you spend on care is probably closer to 2 to $3 that's not going to be going into a long-term care or, or into a trust for a person because, again, the, the tax savings and the leverage that you get from long-term care insurance. So, again, if we have long-term care insurance, we're paying pennies for that dollar of care instead of $1.20 or $1.35 for that care. And that's why I want you to look at long-term care insurance as a way to protect your assets because that's really what it's doing. It's giving you some automatic leverage. And it's giving you the ability to protect your assets. And here's when you think about this. When we go to trust planning, I don't care if it's for a special needs child or if it's a a spousal protection trust. Again, the idea is that when you die, your money is moved into that trust. So if I'm married and I die and I'm setting it up for my spouse, my half of the estate is pushed into that trust upon my death. But if I have the stroke and I don't die, guess what? I'm still on the hook for paying up for my care. Same for special needs trust. We can set up a special needs trust, and if it's not funded and it's going to be funded upon your death, well, that's great. When you die, that money's going to be moved over. But if you live, guess what? You're on the hook for spending down your assets to pay for your care. But let's move to another point. If you can't care for yourself, number one, you're in a long-term care situation, how are you going to be able to care for a special needs child? Who is going to oversee and manage their needs? Okay. This is a key point. Long-term care insurance provides you with the defined benefit so you can pay for care, but you can also use it in your home or in a facility, meaning that you can pay someone to come into your home or you can use the benefit to pay for care in a facility. So imagine that you need to move into an assisted living facility. 
you're a single adult, you have a special needs child that is dependent on you, you end up in a long-term care situation. If you have long-term care insurance, you could use that long-term care insurance and go get a two-bedroom assisted living facility. Your, your long-term care insurance would pay for that. Now, it wouldn't pay for the kit, the food for your child, but it would pay for the apartment itself. It would pay for that two-bedroom assisted living facility. And this is something that my grandmother did. When she moved into the assisted living facility, it was her insurance that was paying the cost of the assisted living facility. Her husband, who was not in a care situation, the only thing he had to pay for was the food for the month, which I think was like $400 a month. So you can use that long-term care insurance to help benefit, provide housing for both you and for a special needs child. That's something that's very unique. Now, if you want to remain in your home and you have a cash indemnity plan, which I talked about last week and the week before, a cash indemnity plan, when you trigger a long-term care event, they will simply send you the full monthly benefit every month. There's no receipts needed to be sent to the insurance company to get your benefit. So this gives you the flexibility and the control to use that money how you see fit. Now, the IRS wants you to spend that money on legitimate long-term care costs, but they give us kind of a a buffer, $12,000 a month roughly or $400 a day. That's what they call the per diem limit. So if I have that cash indemnity long-term care plan and I have a special needs child, I can even hire somebody from the community because I can pay for informal care. I can pay for licensed help in a facility. I can pay for licensed help in my home, or I can pay for informal care, which is a family member or somebody from the community that isn't necessarily licensed, but maybe you have a family member that's willing to move in and help take care of you and your special needs child. Well, you can pay them with the long-term care insurance if it's a cash indemnity. So that's the key to informal care. So what I want you to really understand about this is the key takeaway is special needs trusts are a great tool and something you should look at if you have a special needs child. There's no doubt about it. You want to do that. However, it does not protect you or your assets if you end up in an extended care situation. In fact, without long-term care insurance, you're going to be forced to spend down your money that you are trying to save for that special needs child. And this is just really what I want everybody to stop and just think about for a minute here. When we talk about long-term care planning and we talk about asset protection, well, it takes on a whole different meaning if we're trying to protect assets for that special needs child. And especially if you have a special needs child that might live you know, another 20 or 30 years after you're gone. So what people are doing is they're trying to protect assets, they're trying to save those assets, but as a general rule, they're not put into that trust yet. The trust is set up, the trust is generally funded upon the parent's death because what that really means is that you still have control of your assets. And then when you die, your asset, your estate, the worth of that estate is going to be transferred over to the trust. And then that money is in a trust there to help your special needs child. That's the idea of it. So when we are looking at protecting assets, it's all the more important for a special needs child. But what happens with all trust planning? And again, this is just something that the attorneys miss so often. They don't talk about this. They talk about when you die, this is what's going to happen. Well, remember, 70% of us after age 65 are going to end up in a long-term care situation before we die. Those are just the facts. That's the raw numbers. Now, I don't know if that's going to be a three-month journey or a four-month journey, or it's going to be a 10-year journey. But you can get kind of a clue. A hint is in the name, long, the first word, long-term care, not short-term care, long-term care. So the idea is if I do have a stroke or I do have a medical event or I just age to the point where I do need help from others and I have somebody that's dependent on me, now it's a double negative because I've got to get somebody to come help me. I've got to pay for that and I've got to pay for somebody to help my child. Well, long-term care insurance can really help you in those situations. It can really help preserve your assets. And like I say, if we have a cash indemnity plan, which we're going to learn about in the client of the week because this is exactly what we did. This is a great client of the week. But when we have a cash plan, it gives us the flexibility where we'll have a stream of income that can not only benefit us, but it can also help benefit our special needs child. It can also protect those assets so that when we do pass away, we haven't depleted our nest egg and we have a nest egg to move over to that trust, which will then in return benefit our child. So I'm looking at the clock here. I need to take a quick break for the news. When I come back, I'm going to introduce you to Carl and Carol who are taking care of their adult special needs son. And I'm going to show you how we put a plan in place that's going to protect them and their assets for their son. I'll be right back. 
Avoid the mistake of paying unnecessary taxes, guarantee the quality of your care, and preserve your legacy and wealth by setting up your own tax-free long-term care plan. Learn more by attending Brian's free live webinar class. Sign up now at 525longtermcare.com. Staying in control of your care options is a better alternative than letting the government decide for you. Welcome back to Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott, Certified Long-Term Care Planning Specialist with 525 Advisors. All right, and we're back, and thanks again for tuning in to the Long-Term Care Radio podcast. Uh, It's the bottom of the hour, and if you're new to Long-Term Care Radio, this is when we do a Client of the Week. And the idea of the Client of the Week, again, don't focus on the numbers. It's just really just kind of kick back and listen, listen to the story, listen to like what we did, what was important, and understand that there are a lot of different options. Because the idea of long-term care planning is we're not going out and buying a particular program. What we're doing is we're designing a program. We're designing that bucket of money for you, how much money you want in the bucket, how fast you can take that bucket or take money out of that bucket, how fast do you want that money to grow if you put an inflation rider on it. All those things we're designing, and then the most efficient way to pay for it, whether it's a single lump sum, whether it's payment over time, whether it's trying to get some deductions for your because you're a business owner, and that's the idea of the client of the week. And we have different reasons why people put plans in place. And this week, I want to introduce you to Carl and Carol. This is going to be a tongue twister for me, so I'm just going to say K and C maybe, but Carl is 68, Carol is 63. They were referred to us from an attorney uh, when they were setting up a special needs trust for their son. They were actually, they, they already had one in place, but they were just refreshing it. Um, Carl was fully retired now. And they also have a daughter, and they have two grandchildren with that uh, from that daughter. So their main concern, the reason why they were sent to us, is they're trying to figure out how to protect assets for their son. And this is something the attorney noticed right out of the gate. He said, look, we can set up this special needs trust. That's not a problem. It's a great idea. We'll do that. We'll get all that set up. But you don't have any protection right now if one of you end up in a long-term care situation. You're going to have to pay for that care. And that's why he sent them to us and saying, hey, let's look at repositioning some of your assets and make sure that you have protection. And especially with these new plans, if you don't use it, that money is going to be paid back into the trust. And so they thought, wow, that's great. They, they, they weren't even aware of these new asset-based programs, Carl and Carol. So that's how they got over to us. And so their number one goal, protect assets for their son. Their son is going to be dependent on them for the rest of their lives. And then we'll need help after that. And they're not sure where he'll get that help. He might have to move into, you know, like an, an adult family home or, you know, their daughter says she can take care of him. But, you know, again, her daughter has two young kids herself. So they're just not sure how that's going to play out. They want to make sure they have sufficient assets to help support their son after they're gone. They also want to be able to um, have options to care for him. He cannot stay in their home on on his own. So if they were gone, they were like, okay, the house, he's not going to be able to stay here without somebody being in here. So they might have to sell the house and put him in some kind of group home or some safer environment. Now, going back to their daughter, they don't want her to be obligated or be burdened with caring for you know, her brother, for their son. She said she's willing to do that. She will do everything she can. But again, she's got two kids of her own and she's got a very active and busy life. So they're just not sure how that would work out. So, you know, with two young children and then trying to take on a special needs brother, that right now, that just wouldn't work. Maybe that changes down the road, 20 years, they say, we don't know. But they just, right now, they don't want that to be, you know, the burden that's just automatically passed on to him. Here's what we found out about Carl and Carol when we started working with them. Number one, both Carl and Carol are in, you know, I'm going to be honest, excellent shape. For uh, 68 and, and 63, they were in really good shape. Um, they're taking care of themselves and, you know, outside of some minor issues, some minor acute care issues over the years, they were in really good shape. So we had plenty of options for them on the long-term care planning side. They're both retired. Um, they're pretty focused on spending time with family. They're, they live close to their daughter, and they see their grandkids on a regular basis, and so they like that. They're going to continue doing that. Carl has a pension, which is a lifetime pension, and Social Security. That pension will be reduced upon Carl's death, but Carol will still get part of that pension. Carol will be drawing Social Security in a couple years. She's holding off. Um, they do have IRA accounts. They have savings, cash savings, and some investments, and they own their home free and clear. 
So overall, they're in good shape financially. However, what we're really looking at, again, is what's their motivation? What's their real goal? Is It's not making sure that they have enough money for their lifetime. It's making sure that there's enough money for their son when they're gone, for whatever his life ends up being, however long that is. And so that's a whole different you know, process of planning, and that's what they're really worried about. What they wanted from a plan really was just uh, number one. Um, they liked the idea of leveraging some of their money for tax-free insurance. Otherwise, okay, we've got money. We know we're going to have to use our money to pay for care. What if we could turn that into, like I say, $3 for every dollar, whatever it is. They just liked the idea of leveraging their money for care. They really liked the idea of not wasting the premiums, meaning that that money is going to come back to the estate if they don't use it. And they, you know, they really wanted enough benefit to make sure that they had coverage between their Social Security, between the pension, and we just worked backwards on that. We were just looking at what their pension was, what would it be if Carl's gone, what the Social Security would be. Because remember, that if Carl passes away, the, the pension income is going to be reduced, but Carol would then get Carl's Social Security. She'd get the higher of the two. So that's the numbers that we were working on. We were looking at from that monthly benefit. So they said... How do we make sure that we have enough money to pay for, you know, assisted living or home care really without dipping into our savings, meaning that we can use our Social Security, we can use our pension, and we can use our long-term care insurance and protect the rest of the assets. So that was kind of their goal. That's what they wanted from a plan. And they really wanted to be able to get care at home. Ideally, if that would be a situation that worked for them, that's where they would want to start. And truthfully, three out of people start their long-term care journey in their own home. However, with Carl and Carol, I said, what you have to be prepared for is that if you do need to move to a facility, because there, there are several cases, like if you're diagnosed with Alzheimer's and you end up becoming a very angry individual and you're still physically fit, well, that might not be the right environment, especially if you have a special needs child that your spouse is now going to have to take care of on their own. So we just kind of talked that through. Yes, you want to be able to get care at home, but also make sure that you're prepared in case one of you have to move out, that you have enough money that can pay for that care so that the other person can have the income to pay for the house and maintain the household. So here's what we did for them. We set up an asset-based plan that will pay them back if they, um, you know, they don't use it, regardless of what happens to them. They're going to get a benefit that's going to come back to them or come back to the estate tax-free. And here's how we did it. We took a single deposit of $346,000. And again, this was money that they were planning on just hopefully getting to the special needs trust. So we're going to take this $346,000 and we're going to deposit it with the insurance company. Now, what does that do for them? It gives them long-term care insurance. Right out of the gate, it gives them leverage. So we're talking $1,440,000 of money in their bucket today. So three forty-six dollars turns into $1.4 million of tax-free long-term care insurance. Both Carl and Carol can access that long-term care insurance if they go on claim at a rate of $15,000 a month, which is $180,000 a year per person. So if they both got in a car wreck and went on claim tomorrow, they would each pull out or be able to pull out $15,000 a month. So the policy would last them roughly about four years if both of them were on claim. If just one person is on claim, it's going to last them eight years. So they've got that $1.4 million of total coverage. So that money does not expire in a certain amount of time. You just have to exhaust it by you know pulling out your $15,000 a month. So one bucket of money, they can each pull out $15,000 a month while they're on claim until they exhaust that plan. If one of them passes away, the entire bucket is left to the survivor. If one of them goes on claim and uses care for a year, well, guess what? The other person could come in, and even if they pulled out the maximum $15,000 a month for the year, the survivor would have seven years at $15,000 a month. So it's really what we call a true joint policy. It allows both people to dip into that bucket of money, or if one person doesn't, the entire bucket of money is there for the spouse. So that's what's really nice. Now, remember, 346, a single deposit, $346,000. What did, happens if they don't use it? What if they get lucky, which is what they're hoping? They live a nice long life. They pass away quietly. $540,000 is going to be paid back to their estate tax-free. Okay, that's the key, folks. If I make gain in stock, if I make gain in real estate, I'm paying capital gains tax. If I make gain in my retirement account, I'm paying income tax. This is structured as life insurance, so that 346 is guaranteed to be, guaranteed to be 
back tax-free. But the difference, that gain, that's almost $200,000, by the way, when you look at that. So it's $194,000 guaranteed more to come back to the estate than they put in. And that's good if they go out and they pass away tomorrow. They go out and get hit by the bus tomorrow and they're gone. 540 is paid back to the estate. If one of them goes on claim and the other person never does, and that one that does go on claim only uses $100,000 of long-term care insurance before they pass away, $440,000 is paid back to the estate. So they're guaranteed to get $540,000 back tax-free one way or the other. Now, when we're doing estate planning and you're looking at that, how do I turn 346 into 540? How do I guarantee that that 346 turns into 540? Well, I could put it in savings accounts. I'm going to wait a long, long time. Or I can gamble. I can put it in the stock market, which isn't a guarantee. This is a guarantee, and it starts day one. They don't have to wait for it. And the reason why we got it is not for that 540 return to the estate. It's because if they do need long-term care insurance, which is more likely, $1,440,000 comes back to them tax-free to pay for care. So that's the reason why we got it. That's the leverage, and that's what you need to understand. The people that are out there self-insuring, guess what? You're still self-insuring here. You put $346,000 in the insurance company says, we'll guarantee you five forty dollars back. Or if you need long-term care insurance, we'll, we'll guarantee you $1.4 million of long-term care insurance. But the three forty six dollars was your money. This is just a better way to self-insure. And that's the whole point of these asset-based plans, folks. People, they're emailing me every week. We're getting a lot more traction on some of these bigger asset-based deals because people, the light bulb's starting to go off. You're all self-insuring. I don't care if you've got $10 million and you think, well, that's great. I have enough money. I don't need to worry about long-term care insurance. Well, go back to my buy your toilet paper 7-Eleven analogy. Go pay the five forty nine dollars a roll instead of the $0.70 cents a roll at Costco because you've got enough money. It doesn't make sense. And in this situation, what we're really trying to do is protect assets for a special needs child, folks. It is just brilliant. It's absolutely the best thing that you can do because between Carol and Carl, 70% chance one of us as an individual end up in long-term care, 92% chance that at least one of the two of them will use long-term care. You don't want to bet against that, right? And maybe it's just a, a six-month or one-year journey, but it could also be a six-year journey. You know, the average claim paid out is four years, but they're covered. They're not going to be dipping into their savings. And if they get lucky, they're 346. Guess what? Just turns into $540,000 tax-free to protect their son with their special needs trust funding. Now, here's the best part about that. Well, there's several cool things about this plan. If they do use all $1.4 million of long-term care insurance, the estate's still going to get a check back for $54,000. That's called the guarantee minimum death benefit. So you're going to get the difference. You're going to get 540 minus your long-term care or $54,000, whichever is higher. So you're still going to get $54,000 back. They can leave that money to whoever they want. They can leave it to the estate. They can leave it to their daughter. They can leave it to a grandkid. 54000 is going back one way or the other, at least 54000 Now, let's just think about what they did here. Let's just take a look at this from a dollar point of view. For, they basically, let's talk about leverage for a second. They got $4.2 for every dollar they put into this plan, tax-free for long-term care. So they got $4.20 roughly for every dollar they put in tax-free long-term care insurance, okay? Over a four-to-one leverage. Here's what happens if they don't use it. For every dollar they deposited into this account, they get $1.56 tax-free back. A dollar turns into $1.56 guaranteed tax-free back, okay? that Now, is that a great return? Well, I don't know. What if they live 50 years and they put it in the stock market with their advisor who always gets them 10% every year? It's like, well, no, it wouldn't be, but that's not the point. We got it because we have the long-term care insurance today. We have that death benefit today. We have the guarantee. This is not a maybe. It's a guarantee. $4.20 of tax-free long-term care, guaranteed day one. $1.56 tax-free death benefit back to the estate starts day one. So their estate is protected. They could have just kept their 346. They could have used it for long-term care insurance needs, but guess what they would have? They would have the 346 or whatever it grew into with whatever interest the bank paid them. This is why they get the plan. You have the leverage with the same amount of money going into that plan. They're guaranteed to get more money back, but they get the leverage. They get the tax guarantees. They get the tax efficiency. And when they're pulling out $180,000 a year for long-term care, tax-free, guess what? That doesn't affect their income. It does not push them into a higher tax bracket like it would if they're pulling that money out of an IRA. 
It doesn't affect their Medicare cost. Again, it protects assets. It protects the estates. And again, the insurance starts today. We're not looking out in the future saying, well, we should have X amount of money by such and such date. We got $1.4 million today for long-term care insurance. And if we die, we have $546,000 paid back to the estate tax-free. Other features of this plan, retroactive elimination period. So when you go on claim, a lot of companies will be like zero-day elimination period for home care, 90 days for facility. Uh, most traditionals are just 90 days elimination period. And this meaning you pay the first 90 days and then the, the insurance company starts paying. Well, this company pays, you, you pay the first 90 days out of your own pocket. And then month four, you get a check for four months. So at $15,000 a month, we know what that is, right? They're going to pay the f- care for the first three months. And it doesn't have to be $15,000 a month. They just have to pay for some kind of care for 90 days. It could be $1,000 a month. They're paying for care. Well, month four, they're going to get a check for $60,000, and every month after that, they're going to get a check for $15,000 until they're either off of claim or until they exhaust the policy. It's got a care coordination benefit built in, which starts day one, which means we can go out and we can hire a care coordinator day one to help you get your plan of care set up and get everything taken care of. It's a joint policy. Both people can pull benefits out of this policy. Again, if one dies, the entire benefit is left for the survivor. It's an indemnity benefit. Again, this allows them the most flexibility. They don't have to turn receipts into the insurance company. They get the cash, and guess what? They can hire whoever they want, a formal caregiver. They can hire their daughter. They can hire a family member. They can hire a friend from church. It doesn't matter. This is a cash indemnity plan. They can pay for formal care without any problems if they do move into a facility, but they can also have the flexibility and the control to hire who they want. And that means if they need to bring somebody in that's going to help them and help their their son, they've got the flexibility to do this. Bottom line, this is such a benefit to their estate. It gives them meaningful protection, allowing them to protect their assets for their son so that he can be cared for when they're gone and they've got a great peace of mind. I will just tell you, folks, this is a wonderful plan for this family and they are just tickled pink. I'm looking at my clock. I got to come up for air, squeeze in my final break, but stick around. We got a little bit more when I get back. New asset-based programs protect your savings and your family and even pay you back if you never use them. Make sure your care is funded and managed in a time of need. Learn more and sign up for one of Brian's free live webinar classes at 525longtermcare.com. Finding a secure investment in this financially volatile time seems tough, but crazy financial times also create smart opportunities. One of these smart opportunities is long-term care insurance from 525 Advisors. If you repositioned some of your savings and got three times your investment in long-term care coverage tax-free and got all your money back if you never used it, wouldn't you at least want to learn more about it? Well, you can. Join my friends from 525 Advisors for their next free long-term care planning live webinar. Go to 525longtermcare.com and sign up. You'll learn about smart ways to self-insure, including new plans with guaranteed leverage that turn every dollar into $3 of long-term care coverage tax-free with every dollar back if you never use it. Don't wait until you're older to get long-term care coverage. Look into this opportunity now from 525 Advisors, one that gives you a secure return. Go to 525longtermcare.com and sign up for the next free live webinar. That's 525longtermcare.com. Hi, this is Brian Ott with 525 Advisors. Over the years, I've had the opportunity to protect many people and their families with long-term care planning. However, I've also seen how long-term care events devastate families and turn the last years for the family into their worst years. Many people believe the downside from a long-term care situation is limited to financial loss. Yet often, it's the emotional damage that lingers and hurts the family members the most. Watching a loved one go through their savings is one thing, but watching a loved one lose their dignity is far worse. Long-term care insurance provides a dedicated source of funds to help pay for your care when you need it. But more importantly, it provides you with a team of trained professionals that will help you and your family manage your care. Learn how you can stay in control of your care options, maintain your dignity, and protect the people you care about most by attending one of our upcoming live webinars. Sign up today at 525longtermcare.com. That's 525longtermcare.com. This is Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott. Listen and learn information from a certified long-term care planning specialist 
You can email your questions to radio at 525advisors.com. All right, and uh, thanks again for sticking around on the Long-Term Care Radio podcast. Um, We do have a class coming up on the 24th. Again, that's Thursday the 24th at 3 p.m. kickoff Pacific time. Live, once you guys sign up for the class, all you're going to do is get an email that's um, a reminder that says, hey, here's a link. Click on that link, and you can watch the webinar. You don't have to download software or do anything. And we are not going to spam you, I promise. You're not going to get 100 emails from us because you signed up for that. So just come join us. Uh, start the education process. We really believe that at 525 Advisor. Start with education. Learn what your options are. You know, We're not going to here to sell you anything. We're here to educate you, and when you're ready, we're going to guide you and help design a plan for you that's right for your situation and everybody's situation is different. You know, and just like our client of the week, it, when we look at Carl and Carol, they're trying to do some special needs trust. This is a perfect example of someone who is going to benefit from one of these new asset-based plans. You know, they were under the impression that they would have to self-insure and they're really worried about that because they knew every dollar they spend is a dollar less they can leave for their, their son. And they didn't want to look at traditional plans. I mean, they had looked at them in the past and just felt they were expensive. And they really were expensive. To get $15,000 a month, to get $1.4 million, they would be paying you know, tens of thousands of dollars a year in premiums on an ongoing basis with no other money coming back to the estate if they didn't use it. So thankfully, their attorney was able to steer them our way. Their attorney knew enough about these plans to say, hey, you should go look at this because this might make sense for your situation. And, you know, both of them are just elated with the results. Thankfully, they were still in good shape because this is what allowed them to get the long-term care insurance. And I will just tell you, your health is so crucial in underwriting. A lot of people believe they're just going to wait, they're just going to wait, they're just going to wait. And then guess what? Sure enough, they have one or two doctor visits in a six-month period of time, and now they're uninsurable just that fast. Um, You know, I went and had some... So, well, it's, I had some cancerous tissue removed. I had this. I had to get a knee surgery. Oh, they found this on me. And so those things start adding up. And so the idea is your health is really what allows you to get long-term care insurance. The sooner you get it, the less expensive it's going to be for the same amount of coverage. So keep that in mind. And I think that, you know, we just we really want to look at the advantages and the different types of policies. One of the features that was so powerful, Carl and Carol, is that it's a cash benefit plan. And you've heard me talk about this. Cash benefit plans just mean that when you trigger a claim and you trigger all long-term care the same way, I need help with two out of six activities of daily living, or it's not and, it's or, I am cognitively impaired. So I'm, I, I'm diagnosed with Alzheimer's or dementia or Parkinson's disease or something, and I need you know, assistance to get through the day. So that's how you trigger a plan. Well, the difference is on a cash benefit plan is once you trigger that plan, they're just going to start sending you your full benefit, that 15000 And again, the IRS says you can spend about $12,000 a month. We'll leave you alone. Carl and Carl and Carol can pull out all fifteen thousand a month. It's still tax free as long as they can prove they're spending that on long term care um, costs. The reason why they went fifteen also though is because what we're doing is there's not an inflation rider on the plan that they chose, and so they were just building that in a little bit because that four hundred dollar per diem day amount's going to go up. It's probably going to go up quite a bit next year because costs with inflation are rising across the board. But the bottom line is. Having a cash benefit plan, if they do go to a facility or they do want to hire a licensed health care, it doesn't matter. They're going to provide all the paperwork they need, but it gives them the flexibility to just have that cash coming into their account where they can manage their finances. They have help from their daughter. They felt very comfortable with that, and it gives them the most flexibility in a cash benefit plan. Like if you have a spouse that doesn't qualify for long-term care or you have a special needs child, a cash benefit plan can just be worth its weight in gold because – you don't have somebody sitting there looking at receipts every month, depending on, you know, that, that's going to make it. Okay, you'd send us the receipts. We're going to reimburse you. Oh, what, what, what is this charge for? That's your spouse? No, we, we're not going to pay that, right? You don't have that problem on cash benefit plans. And again, as long as we're under that $12,000 mark per month, generally the IRS is just going to say, hey, we're going to leave you alone. Um, if you're making over that, you just got to fill out a form and show us where you're spending that money. And the worst case scenario if you can't prove that you spend on long-term care, you just claim it as income. You don't lose the money. You just claim it as income. And I had a family friend that had an old cash indemnity policy that was getting $9,000 a month. They're only spending 6000 on care. They're like, what do we do with the other three? I go, you bank it. You claim it at the end of the year. You got $36,000. You got to pay a little bit of tax on it, but that's still your money. So that's the great thing about these cash benefit plans. So anyway, um, lots of information on our website as well, too. I want to spend the last minute or so here just um, kind of saying goodbye to my Cairo listeners out in the Seattle uh, Puget Sound market area. Cairo was the 
Actually, second station we got on, we got on uh, long-term care radio on KTTH, which was 770 AM. And we were there for about four months and somebody left a spot opened up on Cairo and I was offered that spot. And we've been on there six, seven years and it's been just a wonderful ride. But a few things have really changed. You know, COVID really changed things. But then probably the biggest change for us over at Cairo was the loss of Dory Monson. And that was in December of this last year. And uh, Dory was just such a, a staple out here in the Puget Sound area. Been there for 20 years, had a huge fan base, huge following. And so what we're looking at now moving forward is we've consolidated our uh, radio broadcast in the Puget Sound to uh, KVI Radio which is, um, you know, it's, it's going to be Saturday at noon and Sunday at noon. We're going to be on two days a week now with them, but we're still going to be on the air in the Puget Sound, but we're just not going to be on Cairo. And we're getting a vast growth in our podcast as well, which we appreciate that. So if you're listening to this on a podcast, you have friends or family members, let them know. Let them know about the Long-Term Care Radio podcast because that's where we're seeing a lot of growth there. And so, uh, you know, sad to see the, the things, you know, say goodbye to Cairo. But at the same sense, we're really looking forward to finding some new avenues to reach more people and expand our business. There's a big need for this long-term care planning uh, coast to coast. We've got listeners all over the coast now. And so we're just going to continue to look for new opportunities to get our message out there and help inform people about some of these, you know, wonderful new options that are available. So uh, farewell to everybody on Cairo. You can always find us on KVI uh, 570 and uh, tune into our podcast. We appreciate your um, interest in this. I'm going to get to work. I'll be back next week. Thanks so much. You've been listening to Long-Term Care Radio with certified long-term care planning specialist, Brian Ott. You can download and subscribe to the podcast at 525longtermcare.com and learn about all the long-term care planning options available. If you have questions for Brian or would like information about any of his upcoming long-term care webinars, go to 525longtermcare.com. Be sure to join us next weekend for another edition of Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott. For information, show schedules, and podcasts, go to 525longtermcare.com. Do you know that 7 out of 10 people past the age of 65 need at some point some sort of long-term care? That's 70%. Now, many of us think it could never happen to us or somebody else is going to be there to take care of us. But the facts are clear. Most of us will need to pay for help in the future. And not only is that help expensive, but it puts a burden on family members as well. If you've never looked at long-term care insurance because you didn't know where to start, start today with 525 Advisors. Recent changes to the Pension Protection Act have made new programs more advantageous than ever. How would you like to get your premiums back if you never use your long-term care insurance? Well, you can. How would you like to leverage some of your savings for increased coverage using tax-free dollars? Now you can. 525 Advisors are the local long-term care experts. Protect yourself and your family members from the high cost of extended health care. Go to 525longtermcare.com. Sign up for the next free long-term care live webinar with Brian Ott. Go to 525longtermcare.com.